I think you you portray me as the worst, but you might in fact be the worst. <laughs> I mean, prove it. Uh, why do why do we do this? Why do I do this? Why do I do this to myself every week? I don't I don't get paid to do this. I don't have to do this. Oh, you have to do it. Oh, I need a drink. <laughs> oh, we're we're it? we're at that time already. Oh, we're at that time already. I'm having, as as it says on the can, a refreshing spiked sparkling water with natural flavors and 100 calories. And that is? It is a, a Kirkland Signature Hard Seltzer Grapefruit. Barf. Perfect. Perfect evening beverage after a day of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I have... You know, I might be a little saucy tonight, and I'll, I'll I'll let you finish that in a second there, Ryan. Only because, like, I'm already coming in at a 10 because Rick and I already have been drinking and fighting since noon. Oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> well, I what have... What you got there? Some shit beer. Okay. And that is literally what it says <laughs> on your koozie. No, I have... Um, I remember a while back I mentioned... They brought back Heidelberg, which is a old Tacoma brand, and I finally got myself some. And it is good old shit beer. It is what you remember. Yes. Yes, it is. Rick, are you drinking something? I'm drinking water. Cool. Yeah. Does that have to do with our afternoon? It, it might. Yeah. Uh, it's Ryan, really good Ryan, water. Have you ever have you ever gone into a restaurant and like been like just felt unwelcome? They, they they hate me here and want me to leave as soon as you sit down. Um, no, but yeah. I've been privy to other people being that way. So so Rick and I we we decided to hang out a little bit today, do a little podcast pre funk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We and. We were told by a certain someone to go check out a Mexican restaurant in Monroe because they have an excellent happy hour. Okay. And this happy hour started at three. Mm-hmm. As most do. We we walk in at what, Rick? 253. I'd say it was about 251 <laughs> to 253. We sit down and the lady comes over and we're like, hey, do you have a happy hour? She's like, it's at three. <laughs> And we're just kind of like, can okay, we see the we'll menu? We can't, can we see the menu? She's like, no, not till three, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird. Yeah. And then she walks away and gives us the stink eye for 10 minutes. <laughs> Until it's three. Yeah. And then the bartender comes over to our table Yeah, because clearly no one is serving us. <laughs> and it's like. Can I help you? And we were like, yeah, is it happy hour? And he just kind of like looks at us like we just said we were going to murder his children. (laughs) And then he goes to like talk to the other lady. And then finally they come back and they're like, fine. And give us the happy hour menu. Hmm. And I mean, just the stink eye the rest of the day that we were there. Like, like how dare us come in at almost happy hour. And and wait and, and don't order the happy hour menu. Yeah, yeah. It, it was crazy. Am I am I am I misreading the situation, Rick? Yeah. When we walked in, <laughs> I told her that you were the titular Bill, and she. Was pissed. <laughs> oh, I man. am the it titular was, Bill. It was it was weird. <laughs> it was weird, man. Does so? Does this place have a reputation for getting rowdy or something? No, it's no, a little, man, it's a little like, Mexican restaurant. Yeah. I don't know. No, there was like just, one other couple in there. And we weren't, this wasn't late. Like, this was fine. We just sat down to have a little snack. <laughs> we didn't We didn't come in like we were rowdy or anything. I mean, fair. I'm just saying that this place, would they be expecting someone who's a, who wants to get started the very beginning of happy hour to be a problem? No. By no. history of this place. Okay. I'm no. just asking. No. no. They were just very mean. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really strange for an establishment that you would think might want repeat customers. Apparently not. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. And then I got <laughs> I got the supreme nachos. Mm. 
It, no, super nachos. That's what it was. And these super nachos, first of all, I go, I like the super nachos. And she goes, you mean the cheese nachos? And I was <laughs> like, well, it says on your happy hour menu, super nachos. So I want this. And I pointed at it. Yeah. And she was like, there's no meat on that. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't ask, I didn't ask for meat. I, I wasn't <laughs> I trying to order. I wasn't trying to order off menu. Wasn't trying to be a prick. Hey, uh, Ryan, wait, Ryan, <laughs> I want you to set the line over under how many chips should be on a plate of super nachos, super nachos. Yeah. How many chips, super nachos. There should be more than 50. I'm taking the under. Oh, oh, oh. wow. <laughs> wow. Cause, cause if you'd said 10, that was about the line. I think it was nine chips, <laughs> nine chips with cheese. And, and then the super nachos were only cheese. That was the only thing on these super nachos. It was nine chips with melted cheese. And then a scoop of sour cream and a scoop of guacamole on the edge of the plate. Would you there say might have, was this? There might've been, it. there might've been three chunks of tomato on there. Or some green onions sprinkled mm, across. I don't know about would, that. Would you say so. you were super disappointed? <laughs> yeah. You were like, I kind of felt like there's no way you can go wrong with super nachos for $6 and still feel ripped off. And yeah, yet they you managed did. to make me feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well. <laughs> and then the lady, she dropped a bunch of toothpicks on the ground. <laughs> and hey, Bill counted hey them. now <laughs> hey now that's not what happened she definitely was, not what happened that is definitely <laughs> not what happened she was mad Uh-oh. because Wapner was on and she was mad oh definitely Uh-oh. not what happened Uh-oh. definitely not what happened oh <laughs> hey guys we watched a movie apparently we're referencing already we watched a movie it was Rain Man that movie was Rain Man. Yes, we watched the classic movie Raymond. <laughs> Everybody loves Rain Man. <laughs> Everybody loves uh, Rain Man. Except for Bill, probably. Probably. I have some notes. <laughs> Do you have some Buick Roadmasters? Oh, shit. I just... Uh. I spilled seltzer all over my computer. Weird. That doesn't sound like something Bill would do. <laughs> this <laughs> strawberry hibiscus margarita style seltzer is kicking my ass. Do you know how many computers I've seen Bill ruin with different <laughs> liquids? One Two, time, three. We were at a we were at a fantasy draft. What's the over under? Well, I watched him do two in a day. <laughs> yeah, he spilled an entire beer on top of a laptop. And then ruined it, and then got another one out, and spilled another beer on that laptop <laughs> in the same evening. Bill, you're going to be okay. That's where he spilled it. <laughs> oh man! Just when I swapped this out for a laptop with a working keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! One, one time, I actually spilled two beers on a computer during one uh, fantasy football draft. Really? Tell us I, about I, it. I, I spilled a whole beer on a laptop, switched computers, and then spilled another beer on it's, that computer. It's funny you say that, because Rick <laughs> oh. just told that story. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, either Ryan has some editing to do or the listeners get a double take. Yes. Well, we know, we know the soundproof booth works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, listeners, that's what we call a discount double check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we didn't do I've- your ad yet, Bill. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I decided to do trivia this week. You did? Did you? Yeah. Well, that uh, was nice. Yeah. Since, nice little break for us, Bill. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Since uh, it's uh, Oscar month, I thought. My favorite is when Rick does trivia after he's sleepy and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we would do Oscar trivia. Okay. So Oscar to trivia. Who, to see who goes but, first. Here's a little wrinkle. It's about guys <laughs> named Oscar. <laughs> it's Oscar the Grouch trivia. I like this wrinkle. Yeah. I like this wrinkle. <laughs> um, so to see who goes first in trivia today, I'm going to let Bill go first, Ryan go second for this question. Winner gets to choose if they go first or second on every question. Ooh, okay. What, nice. What number am I thinking of? Closest Ooh. one wins. Is there a range? <laughs> nope. Or it's all the numbers in the world. All the numbers in the world. 69. Damn it, that was my answer. <laughs> uh, uh, 100. Mm, 74. Bill wins. Hey, I win. Oh. <laughs> I like it. 
I like right, how Bill. both of us were thinking of 69. Now, Bill, do you want to go first or second on every question? No defers in this game. You said I get a pick on every question, right? No. You get to pick now if you go first or second on every question. No defers allowed. I want to go second on every question. No defers allowed. Boo. No defers, no defers allowed for Bill. Okay. Boo. Ryan, you can defer as much as you want. <laughs> <What the>? uh, <laughs> no, no defers today. Uh, we're going to set – we're going to over-under this. Okay. The over-under is – 12 pounds. How much does the Oscar statuette weigh? I'm going to say under. Bill. I'll take the over. All right, Ryan. Eight and a half pounds. Yes. I know how much things weigh. And this is, we're playing to five points today. All right. Uh, It's question number two. Closest non-price is right rules. So going over is fine. Closest to the pin. How tall is the Oscar? Uh, 16 inches. Hmm. 17 inches. Ah, Ryan wins again. 13 and a half inches. <laughs> nice. Bill was just off by three and a half inches. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. Ryan, what was the first color film to win Best Picture? Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to say The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Gone with the wind. Bill gets a point. Ah. We've watched that movie, bro. I know. I know. We also talked about how Gone or uh, Wizard of Oz was. I don't know. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Ryan. Yeah. uh, This two part answer. Hold on. What's uh, the score? It's two to one. Two to one. Yeah. Okay. This, so next, this, if I win this question, I win trivia. No, no. it's first to five points, oh, bro. First to five points. I thought you said and best of five. I should get a point for knowing the rules. <laughs> you can get up you to get two zero points, on points for never listening to anything that happens on this podcast. Fuck. <laughs> you can get up to two points, but you can also just get one or none. Okay. What are the only two sequels to ever win Best Picture? One point so, each. One point each. Uh, Godfather 2 and uh, sequels. Don't say when he's done, because remember, I get a guess, too. Uh, I mean, Quizmaster. Um, <laughs> what was another sequel? Uh, Meatballs 2 is a sequel. Gone with the Wind <laughs> to the Squeakquel. Nope. Okay, I mean, maybe, term, right? maybe, maybe, I mean. Yeah, right. go ahead. Godfather Part 2 and Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Okay, I'm going to give... Uh, I don't know how to... I'm, I'm right. I'm right. You are Those right. Are the only two sequels. <laughs> but they were each worth one. Yeah, so I get two and Ryan gets one. I'm going to give Ryan zero, and I'm going to give Bill two. Why? Okay, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Fucking horseshit. No, I appreciate your fairness and commitment to equity. That is not fair at all. I got a right answer. <laughs> well, hey, okay. Ryan, the quizmaster is always right. <laughs> Fine. And he said the question was, "What were the only two? And your answer was wrong. But he also <laughs> said you could get one point, zero points, or two points. But he, but he didn't say how. <laughs> He's right. How would I have gotten uh, one point then? <laughs> By me being wrong. <laughs> uh, actually, neither one of you got Godfather because it's the Godfather Part Two. That's what we both said. No, you said Godfather 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Fucking asshole so over t- here. It's tied 3-3. Three, three. Sure. Sure. Wait, how did Brian get a point? Because he complained. <laughs> That's not minute. how You're trivia works in this podcast. <laughs> you tell me there's points in complaining? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Ryan, this yeah. is uh, – you have to get both answers right here. Which brothers – which are the only two brothers to receive Oscar nominations? For the same movie or for just, different movies? Just, just brothers. Two brothers that have gotten Oscar nominations? Yes. Uh, Cohen brothers, Joel and Ethan Cohen. Huh. That's, that's interesting. Uh, oh, sorry. 
Which did I? What did I say? What was? Did I say acting Oscar nomination? No, no you that's didn't. what I meant to you, say. You, you real should have. <laughs> so, I win by I, fucking default. I, I'm re-asking this question. Eat a dick. <laughs> the two I brothers. I lost my. I lost my seltzer. I for, had it and it's gone. It's in your keyboard. <laughs> Some Just, of it is. Uh, slurp it out of your keyboard. Who are the only two brothers to receive acting nominations? You sure I didn't say acting? You did not say oh. acting. Well, that's what I meant. I don't I think he did, Ryan. I think I did, too. I know you're siding <laughs> with him, Bill. Thanks, thanks, Bill. Two brothers to receive acting nominations. Yes. <clears throat> it's, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't say twin, s- I didn't say twin brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say <clears throat> I don't know. Uh Alec and Billy Baldwin. <laughs> oh, yeah, Billy? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean maybe. Go ahead, Bill. Man. I'm gonna say Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> what movie? <laughs> Did either one of those guys get nominated for? <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Men at work. And Men at work. No, the answer is are the Phoenix Brothers. River uh, and Joaquin. That oh, makes sense. River runs through it and Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which Batman? Wasn't Joaquin Phoenix a Batman character in something? I mean he's in the he's in Joker. Yeah, there you go. Batman's not in that movie. <laughs> but that's fine. It's weird to have a bat. It would be weird to have a bat movie without Batman in it, though, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. Okay. It's still three to three, correct? Uh, correct. Okay. Okay, Ryan. Which foreign language film has the most <laughs> nominations and win at the Academy Awards? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Correct. Oh, well, I was going to say Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> well, you, why would you say it? Yeah, that's not how this game works. Because I also get an answer. That's how every other trivia game we've ever played works. That's not how it's working today. Oh, next yeah. time Rick answers the same question if, as me, Ryan, I want you to slap him. <laughs> if you just did that, we would never end the game. That's how you play every time you and I are doing trivia. Yeah, because Ryan lets it happen. <laughs> oh. Well, so now okay. it's my fault okay, that Ryan, you guys are idiots. It. For the win. For the win. Which female actor mm. has the most Oscar nominations? Mm. I know. What is, that, what is that super famous person's name? Well, I know I know her. I know who I'm thinking of, but I can't think of her name right now. Uh-oh. Because I'm bad with names. Ryan does not pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> the, what was her name? I'm going to give you a clue, Ryan. It doesn't start with the. <laughs> <laughs> The, it's uh, the Duke of Cicero. Uh, uh, her name is not Faye Dunaway. Her name is Ryan gets a point. <laughs> Why? Because her name is not Faye Dunaway. <laughs> it's a correct answer. I win. <laughs> I hate this and everything it he, stands for. He, he doesn't really get a point. <laughs> Uh, Susan, not Susan Sarandon. Uh, he's <laughs> narrowing it down. Boy, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, she was in movies we've watched. Uh, she's in Mamma Mia and in Devil Wears Prada. What the fuck Ryan's is her in- name? <laughs> what the fuck is her name? Does he have a timer? <laughs> yeah. How much longer do I have? <laughs> I don't know. Time hasn't went off yet. Come on, Ryan. Let's go. I know the answer. Well, I may not know the answer, but I know what Ryan's thinking of. <laughs> right. Uh, that one actress that I know everyone else is screaming at the at the podcast now. I give up. All right, Bill. Uh, I'm gonna go with Meryl Streep. God yes. damn it! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let the okay, record so show that I knew the answer, but I still lost. <laughs> Let the record show. I did not get that right. Correct. Okay. Right. Are we four to four knotted up here? Yes. According to my calculations. This okay. is for all the marbles. 
Ryan, which male actor has been nominated for the most Oscars? Which male actor has been nominated for the most Oscars? And I'm going to narrow it down for you. Huh. He's been nominated 12 times. Jesus. Meryl is nominated 18 times. Hmm. 12 times? I'm going to go with Jack, yes. baby. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Correct. Wait. What? Uh, what? Is, oh, you should be able to answer the same question and been right. And then yeah, what? Then what yeah, happens? Whether or not I agree. Why? How does that work? Then you have a tiebreaker. When did they do that on Jeopardy? Fine. Did you know Jack Nicholson? No. Were you going to agree? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm being honest. Okay. What were you going to What were you going to say, Bill? I might have said Dustin Hoffman leading into Rain Man discussion. Oh yeah, no, that would I'd have to do actual research on that, so <laughs> oh, Okay. All right. I feel good about winning trivia. You should, Ryan. I mean, I think kind of Bill gets some moral victory because you didn't answer Meryl Streep correctly. But. Yeah. <laughs> mm, there there are no actual moral victories. Uh, guys, we watched Rain Speaking Man. Speaking of morals. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about Rain Man. Could this um, movie have been made in the last uh, 10 years? No. No, <laughs> guys. No, it could not have. Guys. <clears throat> nope. I thought what? we'd listen Th- this- to what Bill thought this movie was about. This movie does oh, yeah. not age well. Well, hang on. Okay, let's hear what <laughs> I thought this movie was about. <clears throat> let's watch Rain Man. Ooh. Starring Tom Cruise. I have not Cruise. seen Ooh. it. I mean. I have not seen it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it has Tom Cruise in it. <laughs> what else? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's, <laughs> what do you think it's about, What do you think it's about, I I am. Uh... Well, by the time this comes out, I will be 41 years old. I uh, We're recording this like a mere few hours, 27 some hours before my birthday. But uh, I, I don't think you can live as long as I have in the world and not know a little bit or at least know some references to Rain Man. So I know that Dustin Hoffman is in it reprising his character Mumbles from Dick Tracy. And... Um, Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah. Uh, so, this is a movie that... Yeah, I... I you know, I, I know it's Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman, and that Dustin Hoffman has a disability, and is like... Um, he's probably somewhere on the spectrum with... And, and he has some sort of, like, ability, too, right? Because people, like, you know, when someone's really good at something, and also doing something dumb. They call them Rain Man. Okay. I've been called Rain Man before. Mm. Um, mm. Is what I'm saying, I guess. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I don't know the story. I wouldn't even be able to kind of guess at the plot or the story of this movie. But um, I have avoided this movie because as we've talked about, I really, I don't enjoy movies that use mental disabilities for entertainment. So I kind of have always thought I might have a problem with this movie, but um, I guess it's time. It's time to open up that can and see what's inside. Okay. Um, Do you think there's anybody else you'd recognize in this movie? Oh, probably not. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> uh, 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 Kevin Costner. <laughs> no, I have I have no idea. No, um, I I don't know of anyone else that would be in it that I would know of. Okay. Um. All right. Rain Man. Rain Man. So hi. Hi. What did you just do? I was just did laying down. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean. Few things I was right about, and I, I have this in my notes. I don't like mental illness as entertainment. But um, is the mental illness the entertainment? It is. I mean, without the mental illness, there's no movie. Okay, we can address that in a minute. I mean, right? You, you, another. I mean, I guess the if you make this movie without the mental illness. Tom Cruise has to kidnap a kid and hold him for ransom. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
right? Like that's. I mean, they've I mean, made that movie. Yeah, right. Exactly. You can make this movie like Three Men and a Little Baby or something like yeah. that. Is that what it's called? No, no. You, well, it's you. You combine both of them. There's Three Men and a Baby, and Three Men and a Little Lady. Because I've never seen either of those movies. Babies, but, uh, I don't think you need to ever say Little Baby. <laughs> it's like jumbo shrimp. Right. Wait, no, that's an oxymoron. Right. Babies actually are little. You're just a moron. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. I'm Rain Man. Um, you could not make this movie today. Yeah. It would not be well received. It doesn't hold up well. When do you think the last time you could make this movie was? Maybe when they made this movie. Well, <laughs> did you ever no. see I Am Two- Sam? 2002. No. With, Wait, uh, yes, I did. I did see I Am Sam. Yeah, Sean Penn. Yep. I remember guys with balloons crossing the street. But okay. um, not. I, I wasn't a fan of that either. Right. Um, and then if you'll remember the references to both of those movies in the Tropic Thunder. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Well, so then Tropic Thunder would be the last time you could make that movie, right? <laughs> well, but even Tropic Thunder was just like poking fun at that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although Tropic Thunder was like the last time you could use blackface too, right? <laughs> well, we're, that we're, mean, okay with, we're okay with Robert Downey Jr. doing it because he's Iron Man. <laughs> I, uh, that's he a wasn't Iron one. Man yet. That's a touchy one. <laughs> right. But but we're not crucifying him for doing it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Well, let's yeah. let's 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 steer a little clear of uh, the time and place where we are now. Okay. Let's talk about the movie on some other things. Okay, the first thing I wrote down was you could totally see the wires on that flying car at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be an episode without Rick knocking over his microphone. <laughs> that the whole like. I felt like the whole car thing was weird and unnecessary. The yeah. whole like Im- importing of the Lamborghinis or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know what's funny about that? Is- you can make the guy need eighty thousand dollars a lot of ways without having to like. It just it just felt like unnecessary, like an extra fifteen minutes that didn't need to be in that movie at the beginning. You know, I, th- I think the point of that was the director was probably mad at car guys because. I don't know. Have you ever been around car guys? Ryan's a car guy. Kind of, yeah. Uh, um, they Listener really, Dominic was a car guy. <laughs> they really get set off. Re- no, not not a salesman. People that like cars. They get set oh. off so easily. <laughs> if you go on the internet and you type in anything about this movie and cars, they're losing their minds about how the EPA has these other specific rules about how you get these cars into the country. <laughs> and this form would all they have to do is fill out this other form. And it's like, what is your, pro- how much time do you have in right. your life? Like, but like, but to put that in, but that's what I'm saying. It was unnecessarily complex to put that in the movie. Right. Especially like if you go, if you go, if you follow the storyline of the movie and you assume that the guys who made this movie knew how it was going to end before they started shooting, which usually <laughs> I mean, they've read would, the script, yeah. right? Like, if Tom Cruise was eighty grand in debt in Vegas to like a loan shark or something that was right. going to come break his legs, this movie could be exactly the same. And him like you know, winning that money in Vegas and getting him out of it would like actually tie in better to it. You know, I'm, I'm interested that you're making this argument, Bill, because uh, generally throughout the history of the podcast, you've complained about the movies we've shown you lacking depth of character. And when a movie fully fleshes out a storyline, albeit maybe a little bit frivolous, that you pick on that as being part of the problem. It was ancillary. It wasn't, it was, it was unnecessary. I, I felt like to me, like, like Rick is saying, like there was something personal in the writing of it that isn't conveyed mm. to the writer. It's the, the only like loose tie in is that like, Tom Cruise is now like involved in high end cars and it may have something to do with like the trauma of his dad in this Buick. Right. And I think that's what it comes from. And, and yeah, it's, it's the meaning of the Buick and the Buick as the vehicle, the literal and figurative vehicle that is taking him through this story. But I think, And, and for those, for those listeners who didn't have the two hours, 
to slog through this movie with us. <laughs> you know, the basic uh, summary here is Tom Cruise promises guys some Lamborghinis, takes their deposits, can't get them cleared through the EPA, finds out his dad died who he hates, goes back home and finds out that his dad left him this car that actually like got him arrested for two days when he was 16 for stealing and gave the $3 million that he has to his disabled brother that he didn't know existed in the custody of the caretaker. So Tom Cruise's solution is to kidnap his older disabled brother and tell the caretaker he'll return him for $1.5 million so that he can get out of the 80 grand he owes to the car guys. Right. But I would also say that the... The fact that he's in this car business and it's kind of a Ponzi scheme and he has this obligation to fulfill already sets him up as being the bad guy that would would immediately go to the kidnap not kidnap well kidnapping basically the kidnapping it was plot. kidnapping yeah, yeah I yeah. mean he he took him and d- gave demanded ransom correct he's kidnapping <laughs> uh, so I think they're using that premise to set up the fact that he was a guy that would go to that end uh doesn't have to be cars they just chose it to be cars but i also think that it was necessary for them to have uh some kind of office and people working the end or his end of the deals to further his need for that money because if it's a loan shark that needs eighty thousand dollars it's just going to escalate pretty quickly like okay we need the money you don't have the money we're going to find you or we're going to find somebody you love and we're going to you know hurt him Right. That's how mm-hmm. loan sharks work in movies. Right. So I feel like having sure. that office back home that has somebody like, oh, we're doing this. Oh, we got through this hurdle. Oh, it's almost there. I mean, it didn't have to be cars. I agree that the whole car angle was a little bit extra, but they needed some kind of continuation of the plot on that needing the money uh, angle to keep it going while he was on the road. Sure, but at the the same time, the way that then that's resolved is really weird, right? That he needs, like, he needs 80 grand to pay the guys back for their deposits. The cars have already been repossessed. Right. To cover the loan, right? Right. So he ends up having Dustin Hoffman count cards, and they win exactly 80 grand at the casinos. I think uh, they won 85 grand and then blew a little bit on keeping themselves alive. And- three, well, they blew three grand on right. the wheel of fortune and they had to buy in the suit. Right. Right. Yeah. So they win exactly the amount to, to, to simply keep him from being sued. Right. He right. still lost his business and lost everything. Right. Right. So I guess my my problem here is that the the resolution of the mon- movie is Tom Cruise basically like he he changes in that he develops a genuine affection for his brother for Dustin Hoffman right right to the point where he's like I don't want the money I don't need any of the money I just want him to be in my life and I want to have him as a brother right right like, basically gaining a brother is worth more than three million dollars. Yeah. As someone who has a brother, I'm <laughs> just saying. But uh, uh yeah. But uh the my my issue is he, he comes to this conclusion after Dustin Hoffman has earned him the 80 grand he needs to get out of the hot water. Okay. So so if if they don't win the money in Vegas, or if for some reason the like nicest casino owners in the history of movies <laughs> don't happen to be in this movie and be like, "Hey, you cheated and you won. We're gonna let you go. Just don't come back." Well, <laughs> I will say that counting cards is not illegal, but it is something that will get you blacklisted from casinos. So they can't arrest you for counting cards, but they can ban you from. The casino for sure. counting cards. Now, okay, let's get into the counting cards thing for a minute. If you knew someone who could count cards. Right. With Dustin Hoffman's mental abilities. Right. But he can count cards. Yes. Does that suddenly make you understand how to bet in such a way that you could win <laughs> 80 grand at that blackjack table? Um, I mean, Tom Cruise seemed to understand enough about blackjack to be able to teach Dustin Hoffman about it. But no. yeah, I agree with he, you. He said one for good, two for bad, or whatever. 
Sure, I understand that concept, but that even also- that concept, like even if you can count cards the way Dustin Hoffman can, the way. And again, I don't know necessarily how casinos were exactly when this movie was made, which I think is what, 88 or 89? I think it was 88, yeah. But today, a six-deck shoe of cards has a like stopping point of a deck and a half also. So right. there's even even if you're perfect at counting cards, it's like a percentage point advantage over anything. You know what you know what I mean like like the margins are so slim that and Dustin Hoffman has to be betting as well. Right. And like one for bad, two for good. So you're talking about when when the cards are bad and not in my favor I'm betting even if it's say a thousand and then when they're good I'm betting 2000 and it's a slight like one percentage advantage. You're going to have to play for a long time to be at well, 80 grand. I I take it, but just by watching the scenes, that Dustin Hoffman was betting a similar amount every time for one for good, two for bad, and Tom Cruise was upping and lowering his bet as right, Dustin massively. Hoffman was. Yeah. So, right. So Dustin Hoffman wasn't wasn't winning the money. Tom Cruise was winning the money. It was also funny in that when Dustin the guys Hoffman were, had a mighty fine pile of chips in front of him too. When the right. guys were watching the. Uh, monitors and they're like no one can count a six shoe deck yeah i looked that up and they're like it's actually real easy to do apparently <laughs> like yeah. lots of people can count six shoe decks yeah. like, that's yeah. not a challenge anymore well and um, that's that's to the point of what bill was saying why they changed the way they cut the deck and they have auto shufflers right. now and all that kind of stuff. so going back to being incorrect and problematic here i don't i'm not claiming to know anything about dustin hoffman's actual illness in this movie but from what i know about autism and things um why does it seem like in this movie he's good at everything else besides picking up on social cues right isn't it more like you have like a you might have some skills you're really good at but he's like he can count cards he can see things you know like he seems to have like superpowers he's an excellent driver (laughs) yeah right yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just strange yeah. Well, and and what's interesting? So, there's a show on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen it called Love on the Spectrum. I've heard, I've heard of it. Of it yeah. It. So I've watched a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not surprisingly, right? Why? Why do you watch that if you don't watch a movie about Eddie? Yeah, if you don't like uh, entertainment at the expense of uh, disability, because it's it's reality television of people with actual disability. Okay. Which is better to me than someone pretending to have a disability inaccurately for entertainment. You know what I mean? Like it's not exploitation of it. But as see, much. I feel like it is exploitation of it, the fact that they put it on television. You should you should watch it and then tell me if you think that. Okay. I, yeah, um, that's fair. I haven't seen the show. I, I probably wouldn't like a lot of stuff, but this particular one, my wife really likes it. I watch it with her. I don't I haven't watched all of it, but and and some of it does make me uncomfortable, but it it is it's people all over the autism spectrum that are dating for the first time, right? Right, and they have like a dating coach that's trying to help them understand that. And one of the things you learn if you don't understand the spectrum and autism and Aspergers and that sort of thing is one of the like very poor conceptions of autism from the eighties and nineties that's portrayed in rain man is what like the doctor says to Tom Cruise that he doesn't have feelings or he'll never feel for you as his brother or something Mm, like that. mm -hmm. Right. And that's not true at all about people on the spectrum. They actually feel very, very deeply. And a lot of times they're more vulnerable and even more sensitive to feelings and things like that. They just have a harder time expressing it or, or maybe being like as reserved as we are. Right. Like, right. Like we, we tend to actually hold back our feelings more or knowing when it's appropriate to express the feelings that they feel. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't necessarily put yourself out there and become vulnerable the first time you meet someone. Right. And at least these people on this Australian show really do. Like they're really just like, 
oh, I don't like that about you or I don't like, you know, mm-hmm. the, or, or I'm super into this thing. And you're like, that's kind of embarrassing. You shouldn't share that right, like, out right, of the right, gate. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just, it's, it's frustrating to see autism portrayed in my mind as something that like, like they're unfeeling with machine type brains. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's Which a I don't robot. Think it's just kind of what they do here. I don't think that's what they do here. I think he goes. I mean, that's of- that's almost exactly what the doctor says when he's describing the condition to Tom Cruise. Well, that's not how Dustin Hoffman portrays the role. When he talks to him, like when he when he's worried about how he could have burned him as a baby, and when he talks to him, he says, "You're my guy." And mm-hmm. there's a bunch of there's a few there's a bunch of different moments when, well, like at the end, right? Like, when right. He, oh, and, and you made I a joke. Think- you made a joke. Right. And I do think that's the point Tom Cruise is trying to make at the end. Like, you don't understand. Like, you're writing him off and he actually does right. have these feelings. Yeah. But then, like, in that moment when they're like, do you want to go back or do you want to be with him? And, like, he can't answer that question. And Tom Cruise backs down on that. It's like, you don't have to humiliate him. It it kind of blurs those lines again. I, I do wish that they had, like, shown Dustin Hoffman being able to say, like, even even if he could have like clearly communicated, I want to go back with him because I want you know what I mean? Like not that I'm confused, but that I want what's comfortable and I want this relationship that I have found with my brother. Mm-hmm. And listen, none of us are doctors here, so we don't really know what the fuck we're talking about. But uh says you. <laughs> Dr. I, uh, Bill. Okay, Dr. Bill. Lay down this. You know what I am a doctor of? Watching Tom Cruise in this movie, and I'm like, I feel like he wasn't even acting. Oh, okay, like good, good. I'm glad I'm. I'm just, so glad you said this. I feel like Tom Cruise sucks in this. movie. I feel like this is how he would be in real life. Like he's just so intense and doesn't. He's just like always go go go, and he's like a right. crazy person. Mm-hmm. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote down here on my notes. Dustin Hoffman is very good in this movie. Tom Cruise is just okay for what he's supposed to be, but Tom Cruise's character is more unrealistic than Dustin Hoffman's character in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one behaves that way. Right. Right. Well, right? except like, no, no, I don't think so. I think Tom Cruise behaves that way. Okay, sure. <laughs> in real life. But, yeah. But yeah. He might he might have a mental illness or be a sociopath. Right. Right. Yeah. Right? And like like the 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 portrayal what Tom Cruise portrays is a more disturbing mental state than what Dustin Hoffman portrays. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, he yeah. sucks. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. one could argue that the mental disorder that quote-unquote successful people have that got them to be successful is more harmful than what some other things people suffer from are, right? The megalomania, the, the egomania, the... All of those things that are destructive to people outside of the, that person are destructive themselves too, but it gives them material success in which this world validates. So, right, and and we don't we don't um, portray it as tragic when someone is consumed by ego as we do when they have what we you know we're yeah. calling a, this, they're, a disability. They're differently here. able. Like, yeah, right. Like in, in this movie, Dustin Hoffman's problem is that he's too open and honest with his feelings and doesn't have an ability to understand how it's impacting others. Well, Tom Cruise also has no control over how his emotions and ability are impacting others and no concept of anyone but himself. And his behavior is much more dangerous and destructive than Dustin Hoffman's. Agreed. So this was a cool movie, guys. (laughs) This movie sucks. I mean, we're running through, like... It's Oscar month, and right. there's always a lot of like challenging or. Yeah, you, you know, know what's you know what sucks? Huh. Best picture winners from the eighties and nineties. Uh, kind of in general. Yeah. Like, if I burned through the whole list, I bet, I bet I don't like seventy percent of the movies, or more, mm-hmm. from the best pictures. Some of them are good. You know, you get a you get a Rocky, you get a Godfather. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a Godfather two. I know. hate Godfather two. We, Godfather three is better than Godfather. We've established 2. that your taste is not in line with. Uh, but I like Godfather one. 
yeah, that that one also, you know. Yeah. But there's just there's a bunch that you're just like, I don't know. Like Rain Man is it's fine. It didn't hold up like I remember. Yeah. I also I also know that um as I've grown older and also have experienced life differently, um I enjoyed that movie differently when it was out than I do now. Mm. Yeah. There was a lot of references in that movie that were made and there was a lot of jokes, but it, maybe it's not funny anymore. Right. But you understand yeah. what you're watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I, I don't think this movie was mean-spirited. or. Um, well, yeah. I don't I, even, it doesn't really give a bad message. It's just not... It, it just doesn't, doesn't hold up. It doesn't ring true the, today in this environment. But yeah, I think what you're saying, like um, Dustin Hoffman's portrayal of the character character was not mean-spirited he wasn't right. trying well, it's like a lot of those things like it, uh, comedians and musicians who become like no longer acceptable in today's culture because of things they've done or said right it's one of those things where it's like in the moment you could have been a huge fan or you could have been a huge supporter or you could have been like oh this this guy you know i loved bill cosby or i loved michael jackson yeah or whatever and that like, just because now you're like, I don't really feel great about that now doesn't mean that you didn't enjoy it when you were exposed to it or that it wasn't something that was funny at the time right. or enjoyable at the time. I, I've seen Bill Cosby, Louis C.K. and R. Kelly live in concert. <laughs> <laughs> and that was this year, you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't. You don't not you don't go back and erase that from your mind or go, oh, I shouldn't have laughed at that joke or liked that song back then. It just becomes tempered now and you go, oh, that doesn't hold up. Not everything holds up. Not everything endures. Like as we change, as we learn, as we grow, as a race, as a not a, a human race. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, like we, who's on right, first we, isn't funny anymore. Exactly. We we evolved beyond like, oh. Great. We just referenced it like three episodes ago, Ryan. We <laughs> thought it was crack. We were cracking up. <laughs> it's like when you're a kid and farts are the funniest thing in the world. Right. They're still pretty funny, but you <laughs> don't. still pretty funny. You know. <laughs> you, you, you only laugh at them at home now. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. And, but I think you also just look at like, I don't think that this is the kind of thing where you can say Dust. You can go back and be like, you should cancel Dustin Hoffman for playing no, this role. Yeah. Absolutely not. Y- no, you know. no. Uh, uh, it's not as egregious as Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Right. Not right, at all. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I know. I know that that was that obviously was played for laughs, and they tongue in cheek, and they did it. They did this whole thing. But Talk you about couldn't it. do that today. You well, and you shouldn't do that today. Right. I think right. that's I think that's also the problem is we've we've said this now, we've said it a few times, like could you just today you just shouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> shouldn't have right. done it then, shouldn't do it now. You know? Well, but you say you shouldn't have done it then. Do you do you think they should have known better than to do what they did with this movie then? I would hope you I don't just, think so. Well I don't think that maybe the the world wasn't where it was where it is now, right? So there's always this evolution of man and people. Well, I would also say like too it, though that uh that the research into these uh disabilities or or mental conditions however you want to put it has has advanced greatly in the years since this movie came out. So the understanding right. of these syndromes or whatever you want to call them are are is greater and we can be more sympathetic because we know more about it. Right. Okay, so- like you you can't you can't look at medieval doctors and go, oh, they shouldn't have put leeches on people. Exactly. Or that like, oh, cavemen, they really should have known that the world was round. You know what I mean? Like like people as a culture <laughs> do develop into an understanding. Now, today, when people don't know the world is round, we give them shit, right? Because right, right. they're behaving where's, like cavemen. Where's my air horn? If I go to my doctor this week and he puts leeches on me, I'm going to find a new doctor. <laughs> and gives you candy. Yeah. So <laughs> My doctor did give me candy. Um <laughs> Oh, I had a, okay, but he, let's play devil's advocate here for a second, or I will. 
Another great movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to make a movie about mental illness. Uh, and, I really don't. And you had a really good story and it was really uplifting. But the mental illness that was portrayed wouldn't be the a person to act in the movie with that disability wouldn't be able to act right. in this movie. Is it okay to make that movie? I think so. Yes. I think it's okay that Dustin Hoffman plays autistic or on the spectrum in this movie. Yeah. I just think that the, the understanding of what that was with the people who made this movie was primitive compared to what it is today. And, and today you should know better than to portray it that way. And, and you didn't then, and that's fine. And, and I can appreciate it for what it was for when it was, you know? Right. So it's guys. like some of the language in gone with the wind, right? You go, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what else I notice? Even Tom Cruise in this movie, why did people wear the suits cut the way they do in the 90s and the 80s? So loose. I mean, if we're going to get into fashion, <laughs> everyone's looking like they're wearing dad's suit. <laughs> right. Yeah. But even when they come downstairs well, at the casino. Yeah. Does Tom Cruise, is this the only Tom Cruise movie I've ever seen where he doesn't run? Uh, did he run? I thought he ran for one second. I didn't, well, I, he did. He ran. I didn't the, notice it. I didn't he, notice the he, Tom Cruise sprinting. He ran through the house when the smoke alarm was going off. Yeah, but that wasn't the same. <laughs> no, it you wasn't like, look how fast I can go. <laughs> I don't think that Tom Hank, Tom Cruise wasn't the. Um, he, wasn't he wasn't fully the, formed yet. Well, no, he <laughs> okay. wasn't. He wasn't the sprinter until a little bit later when he was older, so he could prove that he still could do it. Right. Well, that's what he's all about is being like, I'm still Tom Cruise. Well, in the the preview where Bill predicted, he's talking about the firm and it's right around this. And he was sprinting like a motherfucker in the firm. (laughs) Well, he does a he does a backflip in that movie. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad we made sure we mention a Gene Hackman film in this episode (laughs) of the podcast. Uh, Everybody loves old, uh, old Gene. We should uh, we should take a break. You guys, I need a little break here. Okay. sure. Okay. We'll be back. Bye. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back. Uh, well, I think we've uh, we didn't talk about Tom Cruise's love interest in this movie. Oh, we we also didn't spend any time on our personal stories of autism. <laughs> Go ahead, Rick. <laughs> okay, I was hanging out with Bill today. <laughs> it's not. Uh, let me cut that joke out. <laughs> That's nothing to joke about. Uh, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's see what's up. We should probably we get, should to probably get to the clamometer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> Just a bunch of shit cut together. I'm going to do a spit take. I don't know why the clamometer the sounds clamometer like bongo sounds drum. Like bongo bongo drum. <laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways <laughs> real <laughs> quick. Yeah. Kilometer and, uh, I mean, yeah, clamometer. Oh, my God. I said kilometer. I said kilometer. We Rick, we both just said clamometer <laughs> instead of kilometer. <laughs> Have you guys noticed? I know it's longer, but it's funnier. <laughs> Have you guys noticed that when we watch these movies, I know Bill doesn't because he doesn't pay attention to them, but like on accident, there seems to be at least one, but usually more people in these movies that were in other movies we've watched on this podcast. Like cool. it's just there's like the same actors in every movie. Yeah. Who was in this one? Well, not Gene Hackman, but right. you wouldn't know this, but you know Lenny, the guy that was selling cars with him? Sure. He's the guy that stole Pee Wee's bike. Wait. He's with Francis and he's like and he takes Oh, he's, he's with Francis. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that actually okay. steals it. And then he he's, puts yeah. it on the truck and drives it. Because Francis was in uh 
League of Their Own. Right. Yeah. No, that's what everything yeah. you watch. It's just like, this one big fucking conglomerate. Yeah. It's just weird how like Gene everything. Hackman's you wanted everything? to say something? Did you before we reveal the scores? Did you want to say something about Tom Cruise's girlfriend in this movie? Just that like, didn't we all have a crush on her from Hot Shots? Yes. I've never seen Hot Shots. And I have no shots? idea who she was. No. Oh, Ryan. Ryan, do you actually have a list? We need a list. <laughs> we and I had know you a like list. lists. We had a list, but and it got unmanageable. A, we need a new list because yeah. like, it got too long, yeah. and I couldn't handle it anymore. Because Hot Shots <laughs> has to be watched. And then that also, came out awkward. <laughs> you guys, we did something last week that was like going to be amazing. Uh, you wanted to do Black Dynamite, I know. Oh, yeah, I want to do that sometime for sure. Bill, whatever you're doing is making noise. I was just clicking a pin. Yeah. <laughs> no clicky pins, remember? All right. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, Ryan. Yeah. Do you remember what score you thought Bill was going to give Ryan? Uh, I thought it was in the 70s somewhere. I feel like asking Ryan that question is like when Ryan at the end of the podcast asked me if I have anything to add. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, no, Rick. <laughs> Ryan said. You were going to give this movie a 61 degrees, and I said 53. Okay. It sounds like we were both very high. <laughs> to well, come up to come that number? On the clamometer. <laughs> That's what I meant. Uh, it's, it's funny you say that, right? Because I don't you, – you actually were fairly close. Okay. Because um, you, know, you 16 you, to reverse you, those numbers. No, <laughs> as, as much as I'm, like, not – Shitting on this movie? Me- yeah, I mean, there it's it's outdated, but I can still appreciate it for what it is. Maybe it's just that we were coming off of Unforgiven, which like sucked ass, hmm. um, and some of those other movies. But uh, like, I could appreciate this as it it had a story, it was well written, the acting was good, especially Dustin Hoffman. He nails this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he just does a good job with the character, makes you feel. Um, so I think it is rewatchable. I don't know if I would seek it out to rewatch it, but it is rewatchable. It didn't, it didn't make me like viscerally react. Um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, (laughs) but, but yeah, I, I felt, I felt it was better than, neutral and so i did put it in the 50 to 75 range okay and i gave rain man a 61 yes what on the nose that's crazy ryan wins an extra 100 dollars for getting it exact <laughs> okay i take uh, you t- cash you can take that out of the next ad buy <laughs> okay <laughs> deal bill did you, did you give a league of their own a 69 nice nice <laughs> You know, I like how at the beginning of this podcast, we were admonished for saying nice when it was 69, and now it's part of the podcast. By, by whom? By Rick. I didn't say it. I, I still am not saying it. I mean, you, you have said it many times. You, you I have d- to. You did say it last week. Wait, did we watch? You guys, I'm confused. I look at the clamometer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And... It we have scores here for Spaceballs. That yeah. was last last season. That was last season. We watched Spaceballs. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. How Never dumb mind. are you? <laughs> How dumb are you? I forgot we watched that. I'm a fucking idiot. You probably didn't like it or something stupid, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at the score right there, as you just said. Well, I didn't see the score. I saw our guesses for it because I don't remember watching it. I thought, oh, okay. I thought you wiped the clamometer clean and started with a fresh slate. No, I didn't have time, so I've just been adding it to this one. Jesus oh. Christ, Jesus, Rick! <laughs> it that is the filthiest clamometer I've ever seen. Rick, I need you to clean the clamometer. <laughs> give it a little. I'll give it a little rub down. Polish, clean, baby. big dick. Clean big you know, dick. I want to remind you that a polished turd is still a turd. <laughs> right. Um, so I know we're in the heat of Oscar month, and I'm just going to apologize ahead of time for mm-hmm. what we're doing. It, this isn't on purpose. You know, I don't know. Actually, next week, I've never seen this movie. But we're trying to watch movies that, that, we've, um, that have won Oscars, and okay. we're trying to watch movies that are streaming. 
Yep. Yep. So what what you're saying is what you have on deck is a streaming best picture winner that none of us have ever seen. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Fuck you, Rick. (laughs) It's called (laughs) Terms of Endearment. Okay. So you could guess what it's about, but I don't know if it's right. We could all guess what it's about. Sure. Okay. It, it <laughs> sounds Give me a good like 30 it's a, seconds. A 30 seconds a piece I'm, on how what I'm you guessing, think it's about. I'm guessing love story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sort of a will they, won't they thing. I'm hoping it's uh, along the veins of a Forget Paris style movie. Hmm. Right. Okay. Who do you think's in it? Uh, Billy Crystal and Deborah Wigger. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think Dolly Parton might be in it. Okay. okay. Oh, is it a country thing? And Anne Mar... No, what's her name? The other lady? Uh-huh. Anne Hathaway. Anne, Anne Frank. Anne Hathaway. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so I did a little bit of research about this movie when we talked about it. Um, but I'm going to say it's a, it's a soap opera style love drama. And there's some parents and some kids and some adultery and some some other stuff and and uh it all ends in tears oh thanks for ruining that right yeah he did some he did some research and spoiled the movie for us wow uh cool (laughs) what a guess from ryan (laughs) so i guess we don't need really need to pick a i guess we should guess i'm gonna say he's gonna give it a 43 what do you think ryan two a two, a I think two I'm, or two. I think I'm going to give it a sixty since okay. I'm part of this discussion. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you don't need to go away for us to say we've never seen this movie. So we right. Can't. Yeah, We're not exactly. vouching for it. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It'll be interesting to see what we all think of it. Yeah. What yeah. year? What year did this win Best Picture? I don't know. Let's ask the research rabbit over there. Well, guys, I'm glad you asked. What was um, that? The, I don't know. Thanks, the, Poindexter. The voice of the research rabbit? I don't fucking know. 1983 is when this movie came out. Oh, jeez. So, it's a so lot, it's won, older than I thought. So 84 is when it won? I would, uh, yes, I would hazard a guess that that would be what happened. 84. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, guys, Rain Man. Raymond. Raymond. Did you like the reveal of why that, that it was great? I actually did. Yeah, I like I like that he you know knew had this imaginary friend called the Rain Man that would sing to him, and he found out that was just how he said Raymond. You know, I, I thought that was good. I thought that was a, a neat touch point in the film. You know, I didn't like it because it ruined Hodor for me. <laughs> Hodor, Hodor. <laughs> yes. Like Rick oh, they doesn't know what you're talking about. They didn't think of that originally. Of they just ripped that off Rick, from Rain Man. God damn it! Yeah, but but Rick never watched Game of Thrones, so he doesn't know what we're talking about. Uh, I thought you were, you know it's weird though. I did think you were talking about Lord of the Rings, so that seems fine, right? Not okay. not even the same thing. I, same same era. Not even the same yeah. sport. Hold same. the door, Hodor. Yeah, <laughs> Rain Man. Okay, Rain. guys. I think I think we've said enough for this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, do you have anything you want to add? Nope. <laughs> okay. I think that about wraps it up. I really want to thank all the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you listening. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miss Education of Bill, and we are on Twitter at Miss Education of Bill. Please email us at Miss Education of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all the major apps Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. A special thanks to Wyatt Only in the Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at WOATW.com. It's been a week, a real week, and it's time to end. Bye, guys. Bye.